Abigail Dowd grew up under the North Carolina longleaf pines with a guitar in her hand. Coming from a long line of musicians, hints of early Celtic settlers weave through her music. She is joined by the edgy bass and percussion stylings of Jason Duff. Everybody welcome Abigail Dowd and Jason Duff. Thank you. This is so nice to be here. Thank you for having us and for being here on so late on a Wednesday night. We're going to start off with a song that I wrote in Ireland. Wanderers over the mountain, Venice free, driving to heaven, now bring it home with me. Peace rustles over me. one it's about it's my anthem to firemen I wrote it for my little brother
sometimes since I've been on my own I don't mind the thought of living alone Without all the struggle to read your thoughts between the lines Fighting silence and counting down the time what I said, too. I came home and look at all these friends I've made. <laughs> this next one is an old story of mine that I've gotten rid of. There won't be no one there you know 
like you You're an open book, I can read your eyes You laugh and tell me how you know so much about me Oh, but you don't know I'm the master of disguise The old man on the corner says go on When you get to heaven, there'll be plenty of heartache Cause there won't be no one there you know Sometimes I'm lonelier than midnight on the run It gets so dark round here, I've lost sight of the sun No my way home because I'm the day of the battler and man that's the truth <laughs> if you read my my horoscope the day I was born I'm the day of the battler and I always thought wonder why that is and then I was for somehow I stumbled across the fact that my grandfather had fought in the battle of the chosen reservoir in the Korean war I don't even know if he was 25 years old but he fought on the front lines and fought in the battle of chosen and that explains a lot um, and I thought, you know, they say that trauma is passed down generation after generation, and maybe that's got a little bit to do with why I'm such a battler. So I wrote this song that I'm going to share with you as soon as we get this tune in.
driven on a journey I've crossed mountains and walked to the sea And I've slept among the weary All those other broken souls just like me Miles and miles I've roamed But no matter how far I go A cold stone wall don't lead you home Oh no, a cold stone wall won't lead you home
across the mountains, walk to the sea. Thank you, thank you. And thank you, Jason Duff over here on the bass. Hello. Thank you guys so much for performing. That was an amazing set. I really enjoyed it. And Abigail, long time no see. Yeah. I remember when you got when you performed at our open mic and met you there and fell in love with your music then. So it's great to for you to come back and it's nice play for to us. Be back. Yeah. And uh, Jason, I haven't formally met you, but hi. Hi. I'm Nikki. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so I do have a few questions for you guys. Um, so what? What has your relationship, or what was your relationship with music like when each of you were growing up? Any one of you can. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. no. I don't know. Music was always there. Um, my mm. parents were both musicians. My father played the piano, and he was always playing classical records. Mm-hmm. My mother was a guitar player, so I grew up listening to her sing and play. And then there. So was you the... were just born to be a musician, then. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think I ran away from it as long as I possibly could, and then <laughs> it was just in your blood. Yeah, that's awesome. Church choirs, you know, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I'm sure and, uh, you... Same question. Yeah, same question. Um, I'm actually a product of the school system, so I, I got in the school band and started playing jazz saxophone and then moved cool. onward to uh, guitars and basses and other instruments. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much been with me since I was a, a young kid. So yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot like that myself. I uh, was in choir most of my life, so that's where my love of music kind of manifested too. So, yeah, awesome. Well, um so, Abigail, I've heard that you uh, lived in abro- abroad for a while and lived in Italy, which is amazing. I'm actually Italian, so... Um, <laughs> so you need <laughs> to do so it I like know, So I, like, know a little bit about it, but um, my, my mom married a Jersey Italian, so it was kind of, like, Okay, half-ish. well, that still counts. It still counts, but um, I kind of wanted to know how your time abroad influenced your music and your life. Um, okay, so I'm Italian too. My grandmother was Italian. Right on. Is Italian. Mm-hmm. And I ran away to Italy to <laughs> escape from everything, get away from everything I knew and everybody I knew. Mm-hmm. And I had been studying classical guitar for about six years prior to that. Mm-hmm. And so when I got to Italy, it was almost like crossing the ocean. I, I love Bach, but I had had enough of Bach. So I went back to playing you know, Simon and Garfunkel and all the songs that I grew up playing and relearning all of the old songs. And so it was a really nice time. I was there in the rainy season, so I was there in the winter, Mm -hmm. which is a really good time to just stay inside with espresso and minestrone on the stove and (laughs) get back into playing songs and singing. That was awesome. So where in Italy did you? I was in Florence. Florence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because my um my mom went to Italy for about two weeks, and she went to Florence and Naples and some of the smaller uh, towns, and she she had the time of her life. Yeah, like the small towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were yeah, the people there were very nice to her. So yeah, they are nice over there. Yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. But anyway, so Jason, I heard that you uh, met Abigail on a plane. Is that correct? <laughs> Yeah, I was in my seat, and um, 
I, I assume her ticket was next to mine because she sat down next to me. Ah. So there was only yeah. about 12 people on the flight. It was um, I didn't notice that. a late-nighter from um, uh, um, Atlanta to Greensboro. And okay. if you've ever taken that flight at 11, it's one of the small, small planes not, at the back imagine. of the airport with like two seats on one side, one on the other. And yeah. there was only like 12 people on the flight, so mm-hmm. she could have sat pretty much anywhere but I she was just following the orders of what her printed ticket said even though I've never seen it so but yeah so mm-hmm. we we sat down and we just met as individuals we didn't know we were musicians and yeah <laughs> exchanged information after the fact because we were she was living yeah. in Maine at the time oh okay so she wasn't even living here right yeah. I was I was about to ask how that manifested into you playing with her and was, uh, Abigail you want to take that one <laughs> yeah I'll take that one <laughs> So he, I knew he was a musician. I actually chased him down in the airport to get his name so I could look mm. up his band. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was actually the parking lot. The parking lot. Parking parking lot. lot. What did I say? Ch- chased down in a parking lot. In a parking lot in Greensboro. So anyways, I knew that he was a musician, but he had, he had a musical project going on, and I played bass for a while in that. Mm-hmm. And then the more that I was playing, the more he saw the, the spots where he could really add a lot to the yeah sound. I just wanted kind of to help yeah. fill it out to mm-hmm. you know make it because I think a lot of her songs are open to a bigger sound um, yeah so the, the idea was to put the basic bass and the beat behind it just to see what you know what that would evolve into and mm-hmm. and now you know we've we've also played with other people and that's been a lot of fun too but it just kind of organically got there I think the first six months she was just playing by herself yeah. and I have never done. This is not my normal. That's not your normal. That's setup. not my normal gig. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I kind of piecemealed it all together and started, uh, you know, fooling around with the idea of, uh, you know, bass was easy. I was already know how to play bass, but mm. the drums were a little loud for a lot of the places we were doing. And it's just like, what else could there be? And then that kind of evolved behind it. So now I'm just. But it's fun because you know, especially as a musician, you know, varieties keeps things fresh, and you always yes, want to learn. Does. You know, I play several instruments, and you know, even though I played bass, I don't play bass and play this. So the evolution of that, and you just keep pushing yourself to see what you're capable of, and so that's you know, now I don't really have to think about it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool to. Your sounds like you really expanded your musical horizons when you started uh, collaborating with Abigail. Yeah, yeah. This is um, it's a different role for me, but. It's equally rewarding because it's, you know, like I said, it's just I get to do my own thing, and kids are somehow mesmerized by the uh, the feet action, so they're they like to follow me. But we got a lot of kids coming up after some yeah, of the shows. Kids it's very it. interesting. They don't think they quite understand what I'm doing. So yeah, like, what is that? Now, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a spike in Christmas presents. Yeah, I tell all their parents exactly what it is on and where they can find it uh-huh. on Amazon yeah. for it's Christmas. Like you go on Amazon and then it's. <laughs> Type in this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you have a band or artist that people that you listen to that people would be surprised that you listen to? Um, Thin Lizzy comes to mind. I love Thin Lizzy. Really? Yes. That's awesome. In fact, one of the first songs that I wrote was about wanting to be a cowgirl, and it was because Thin Lizzy was playing. Uh-huh. And then I yep. morphed that song into another song because Thin Lizzy sort of morphs Boys Are Back in Town and with 
I am just a cowboy, which is why I wrote a song about cowgirls, or vice versa. And that became Some Divine, which actually made it on the album. The cowgirl song got nixed, but so Thin Lizzy was actually an influence in my early years. Awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. I have... I would only be able to give you a cynical answer, but... Uh, I mean, that's fine, too. You know, I, could, <laughs> I don't even want to go there because I'll just embarrass myself. I, it's a wide thing for me. I mean, music, through as in aging, for me, is a lot like my tastes in food. When you're a kid, you're into fruit roll-ups mm-hmm. and, you know, corn dogs and stuff like that. And then when you get older, you're into <laughs> wine and sushi. So, you know, I've started to appreciate things that I would probably not give a second look to. Yeah. Same thing with art in general, movies and whatever. Sure. You know, you just, your tastes mature. So, um, yeah. it's really nothing that I could throw out there that's going to be shocking at, okay. at this point. But it, I did, uh, probably the more shocking thing is my influence is I, I influenced, I, I coerced Abigail into singing a Black Sabbath song at a wedding really and then the cops showed up and we played oh it God. it's on YouTube except for the cop part but uh-huh. it was full bore oh, full electric they, yeah we <laughs> cut the camera but it was at a wedding outside and yeah. I was like hey you know well, what, you got kind of a bluesy voice have you ever thought about this uh-huh. and she learned it and sang it and it's really cool um, so that's probably the that's probably the yeah. you know i She's open-minded. That's what I can tell you. She's mm-hmm. open-minded. It's the only Black Sabbath song I know. Only one she knows. Which which song is? Sweet Leaf. It's about marijuana. Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought it was about his girlfriend. <laughs> it's a good song though. Yeah. No, you're right. It is a good. It's song. a great song. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I do have a question from our audience. So uh, somebody asked, "What is your favorite thing or place about Green or about Greensboro?" Favorite thing about Greensboro or favorite place? There we go. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't want to insult anybody from Greensboro with my answer because I mean it with such sincerity. Greensboro has got just enough grit and rundownness that mm-hmm. keeps it real to me. Mm-hmm. It's not all polished. And I lived in Portland, Maine before, and Portland is just this amazing, amazing city. And at the same time, the more popular it gets, the little more polish it gets. And sure. Greensboro reminds me of like the way it ought to be. Just it just is. I think you realize that when you travel or know people that live in Charlotte and Raleigh, mm. just like the character of what goes on here in Greensboro, and just like I think there is a more community vibe here. Maybe mm. I don't know if it's our size. We've always been the little engine that could, as far as arts go. You know, as far as yes. a music scene and. We have so many colleges, but one of our greatest exports is young people after college. And um, the city, I love the fact that the city keeps trying and, and evolving. I mean, this whole section of downtown where we're at is, I don't think any of this was active 10 years, 20, you know, 15 years ago. So I'd say the music scene's pretty awesome. What's that? The music scene here is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, the is. network and the community of people. Right. Yeah, it is. It and is there's, awesome. a, it's a, there's a diversity to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely, because I go to local shows frequently, and I know how diverse our talent is here. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I've seen everything from rap to metal to like, this and, and EDM fusion stuff. Yeah, and it's great, yeah. And just, you know, you take all that out of the equation, everybody says this, we're just so perfectly situated in the state. <laughs> you know, yeah. we have the mountains and the beach. If you do a circle around it, mm-hmm. if you're a musician, you can, it's the entire state, 
is obtainable within short drives. Yes. So, you know, we pretty much claim Winston, too, because we're 30 minutes away, and that's such a great city. Yeah. But... Well, thank you again for coming out and performing for us and chatting with me. And we appreciate you taking the time to do so. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank Big thank you to Kim Basil, Naomi Woods, Nikki Tomeo, Maggie Bozovich, and Tom Troyer for making this podcast possible. Stay groovy, y'all. <laughs>